Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Coming to you live from my PA Mobile Studio DD. This is Design with your host, me, Mike Fisher. Last week I read an article on designsojourn.com. I don't know how to say that, if it's correct or not. I uh, will post the link on the website to the article on the website. And I read it and it had some interesting points in it that I would like to speak about because I'm still a relatively new at industrial design. I haven't been in it very long. Only about three years now. Um, I have more experience in, you know, drafting and, you know, trained in graphic design, which has gotten me to where I am today as an industrial designer. When I started my job as an industrial designer three years ago, I had no idea what an industrial designer was. So I did a massive search after I got the job as to exactly what an industrial designer was. I knew what my job was to do, but for me to fulfill my title, I had to know what I was, you know, how where I fit in this cog at, you know, at this company. Not only that, I know as designers, we have a certain uh, caliber to maintain between one another, a certain level of expectation when you put the, the word designer behind your name. If you're a graphic designer, you have a certain level of, uh, you know, certain level of expectations. Industrial designer, uh, I think you have even more. You know, you have a higher level of expectations put upon you because uh, you have to be more knowledgeable in more things. Now, well, well, when I was doing my search for, you know, what is a graphic designer, I came across this website, Design Sojourn, and the the guy that writes the blog on there had, you know, a, quite a few uh, entries. One was like how to be a design superstar and such like that. And, uh, you know, that helped get me over the hub. So anybody that hasn't checked it out needs to check out his site, first of all. And second of all, the post that he had a few days ago mentioned that people email him and, you know, telling him, you know, I don't, why do I have to know other stuff? And he was kind of, uh, you know, alluding to, like, you know, to be a master at anything, you know, you need to practice. But, and I will agree with the practice. You have to practice to be good at anything. <clears throat> that is what uh, I learned in art school very early on 
when I was uh, in a sketch class, I was in a drawing class, and we were just drawing, you know, and whatever, and the only thing that stuck with me in that class was the instructor said, you know, he's like, drawing is like playing the piano or playing, you know, an instrument. You have to practice to be good at it. And I was like, thought about it for a second. I'm like, what? You know, because, like, people are, some people are inherently good or excellent at drawing and painting and stuff like that. I just thought it was, like, natural, you know. It's like a natural progression. You know, you get better as you get older. I'm like, you know, and I thought about it, and as I, you know, continued to draw more throughout my college career and and work and stuff, you know, I got better at it. So practice will get you everywhere with anything that you do, which is what his, his article was alluding to. But the thing that struck me, you know, was that it's practice not only at what you want to be good at, but you have to practice multiple things that maybe you're not even you're not even thinking of. You got to be good at a lot of stuff. I mean, if you want to be valuable to a company, which I didn't realize, you know, until I was working, you know, if you want to be valuable to anybody, you got to know a lot of stuff. You have to be extremely knowledgeable. More than probably what you think. You already know a lot. You need to know probably ten times that amount. Make yourself indispensable to a company. Don't think that they won't fire you in a heartbeat. But let them know, you know, how much you know and how much your your worth is to them. That's probably the most important thing besides busting your ass every day. I would say, you know, you have to go outside of your comfort zone. You can't just know what they teach you at school and expect that to be good enough. You have to know more than what they teach you at school. Hence, while I was explaining, you know, I had almost 10 years of drafting experience at a manufacturing facility, plus, you know, my graphic design degree got me the industrial design job that I have today. It wasn't just, you know, studying to be an industrial designer. It was every, all the skills that I had up to that point. It was the fact that I had a little bit of manufacturing knowledge and, you know, I had some design background. So that makes me more valuable and over the years, you know, I've picked up more stuff, and it's just, that's the way it is. You have to know more than you think you will know or do know or whatever. You have to know ten times as much as you think you already know right now. So practice, like like it said in the article, you have to practice to be good at what you want to be good at, and then you have to practice you know, if you want to be good at something else, you have to practice that too. But when you have a job, it's like you got to, sometimes you have to train on the fly. So you have to be good at, you know, something right away.
you got to take care of business. Just the way it is. So I guess my main point to be made here in regards to the uh, master's article on design sojourn is that some until to become a master you have to go through all the trials and tribulations that everyone else goes through no matter what I think is what he was trying to get to also but you have to be at first when you're starting out until you find that niche spot where you belong is that you have to be you know awesome at everything and master of none so you have to excel in every aspect possible you can you can possibly excel at which means understanding multiple instances of everything which is like for instance myself you know I've gotten into the podcasting I've you know tried blogging I've tried websites this and that whereas I try to challenge it's not so much like you got to look at it like oh man I got to do that you got to challenge yourself and continue to push your own boundaries in order to find where you can be the master. If you don't push yourself and continue to excel in in other aspects of the world around you, you won't get anywhere. Like, as a product designer, if you think you're above sweeping the floor, you're wrong. Because then how are you going to know what to do when it comes time when somebody asks you, we need a new broom. We need a new broom handle. This is ridiculous. Sweeping the floor is not efficient enough. We need to make sweeping the floor more efficient. How are you going to know what efficiency is if you've never sweeped the floor before? So you need to put yourself out there, get it together. I just have a problem. I guess this is a lot what he said in his article, but I just want to expand on it because I'm just aggravated that, that people think that they can get away with, you know, only what they learn in school or... You know, I don't need to know anything else besides what I know already. Why would I have to branch out or know more? So your studies are not done when you get out of school. You've only just begun, my friend. And if you have not continued this practice of being a learned person after you have completed school you need to think again and take a hard look at all the information that is available for designers and such and artists on the internet 
available to you at any time, you need to take a look at that. And you will find that there's more information out there to be had than you will ever need to know. And you need to play catch-up now because you're behind. I think the main point here is that I'm trying to make... You need to do your job. You need to do your job well, above the expectations that you started out with. You need to not be confined to your own job description and think a little bit outside the box. I don't know how many more analogies I can use other than you need to take your game to a whole nother level. Myself personally, I'm tired of people not doing their job and telling me that they can't do that because it's not their job and then it leaves it up to me to expand my own knowledge and do everyone's job. Which is a good thing, I'm not complaining. But people need to think outside the realm of their cubicle. So I apologize if I got off point today, but got back around to it, got back on it, got off it again. Who knows? Just go read his article. It's very interesting. Go read all of his articles. He's he's a very interesting fellow. He's also on yankodesign.com. Post up on there. Um, if you're just getting into the game, just getting out of the game, in the middle of the game, whatever... You need to go check out his blog. I'll post a link on the website. That's about all I have time for today. I hope uh, you've been enlightened a little bit. Anyway, until next time, this is Mike Fisher. You've been listening to Design. Hope you have a good day. Please remember to visit our friends at www.rubberspider.com. That's www.rubberspider.com. Have a good day. Bye-bye. No. Try not. Do. Or do not. There is no try.